packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. So when are we smoking some weed? Smoking bowls, dude. Rock on. Smoke on. Wow. I am really high. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Hello. Hello, hello. We're being baked like cakes. Baked like a cake. Baked like a cake. Welcome to the first edition of Bowls with Buds on Bowl After Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us... John Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney of Hog Story fame. Welcome, guys. Woohoo! Thank you for inviting us to the first episode of Bowls with Buds. Uh, We're honored. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us. We couldn't really do it any other way. It just made sense to have you guys on. We wanted to do a new format where we'd have guests. Because we've been thinking about this guest thing for a while. And we knew it was just a matter of time before we had to have some guests. But how do we do it? Do we do it on a regular Tuesday? Do we move our format around? Do we? And we kind of liked what you guys do. You do like a guest show and then a you guys show. Um, so this won't be as regular, at least starting out, as the Hog Story guest shows where you guys do it every week. But we're going to try and do it whenever guests are available so if you are interested in being a potential bowls with buds guest you can always email us spencer at bowlafterbowl.com or laurian at bowlafterbowl.com simple straight and direct but yes welcome thank john you. and carol thank you in thank the bowl in the bowlio in the bowlio so i guess we're getting started we kind of wanted to explain who you guys are and like how we met and know each other um which is kind of like how i explained in in the beginning hog story fame uh you guys do a podcast together called hog story on mondays and thursdays yes and that was sort of so bowl after bowl for those that maybe are new listeners we started this thing way back in 2014 uh, or 2015, somewhere in there. And then we had a five-year hiatus, and it was actually being a guest on Hog Story that got us back in the groove and doing it again. So that's what's going on, and we have you guys to thank, and that's why it was perfect uh, to have you guys on as the first guests. And we just well, you guys got to... a good groove going on, i got to say. Oh, well, you thank do. you. you do. Thanks, yeah. yeah, I agree. It's yeah. great to listen to both of you. Um, you just have your segments and, um, and, and of course, your, your chemistry, your back and forth. You're very uh, lovely people. Very, I, I've never met you, but we will meet. And we will. We'll Heck, yeah. Um, and, and it's and just you, I, I feel like I'm a part of, part of the, the, the group. We're, having, we're, we're just at the table together having a glass of wine, having a, having a, a bowl. 
Absolutely. It's it's uh, it's just that's that's awesome. You guys are doing a great job. And what episode? Your episode? You're you're up to fifty now, or this this will be fifty five. So we're just gonna keep ordering them as bull after bull episodes. Um, kind of with the special nice. tags. So. That way you can pump those numbers up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> pump those numbers up. Yeah. Why, why start a new counter and a whole new show? We'll just make it. You know, the same numbers. <coughs> you're just making more work for yourself. Excuse me for coughing. Oh, no, not at all. This is the place to cough. <laughs> uh, it's a little something they call Grease Monkey. Oh, Grease Monkey, nice. Any monkey is good, like glue, monkey glue. That's good, too. Any glue. Glues, well, stickies. Glue, sticky glues, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, this is some some sticky icky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to hear. So, I guess uh, we're kind of interested in doing like a interview style format where we kind of get to know our buds a little better and we kind of wanted to start out with sort of the origins of how each of you guys maybe like found weed or heard about weed or um anything of that nature like when was the first time you ever knew what weed was man i was like a a young teenager and um my older brother smoked but uh my parents were very conservative very anti-drug and so i grew up thinking it was bad and i'd find it in my brother's room i was like oh god this is so terrible they're doing the drugs and then uh i was 18 and i had just graduated high school and i started hanging out with a different group of friends i uh i was playing in um you know, like punk rock bands. I was either playing bass or guitar. And so hanging out with these guys, uh, this one dude was like, you don't smoke weed? You're so fucking weird. How is it you don't smoke weed? <laughs> I was like, I'm just naturally like this, I guess. And uh, he was like, man, I'll, I got to get you high. I was like, no, nah, I don't know about all that. Like, I'll get drunk, but I don't want to get high. And he's like, oh, come on, dude. And then explained that you know that wasn't really bad he was like you fucking smoke cigarettes so you won't smoke this shit do you even know what's in cigarettes i was like uh hey got you there <laughs> got me there bud <laughs> that's pretty funny and so uh we smoked northern lights out of a dr pepper bottle oh damn wow. and uh i didn't get anything the first hit i was like okay i don't i don't see what the fuss is all about uh it sure is smelly though and then he was like just wait a minute man and then I waited and we waited and we were watching SpongeBob SquarePants. I was like, okay, let me let me hit that again. And then pow, pow fucking hit me. I was like, oh god, is this what this is? Is this getting high? This ain't so bad. What the fuck? First <laughs> time that I smoked weed, um, I was a little younger. I was I was bored. Was it? I was turning fifteen, I think. Yeah, and it would no, I was turning yeah fifteen. Yeah, and the first time I smoked. I didn't get high. I may have gotten like a little buzz, but I wasn't like really high. Like the second time I smoked weed. Yeah. This is was with, I, I smoked, I, I took a, a hoot or a haul uh, from, from a, this girl. She was like, she was like, Oh, you know, you should, you know, try this. And then everybody was like, Oh, I got Carolyn to smoke weed. It was just such a, you know, you know, the popular kids are like, Oh, she has a, she's, He's never smoked weed before. Ugh. Like, never. You know? This is the height of your life, guys. <laughs> and I, I think they, they must have put batch in it or something because it wasn't like um, what I later found. A lot of people were doing would would 
would do that so it wasn't smelling completely like weed. Huh. Um, not the way that I would I would smoke weed, but um, the second time, and then I started hanging out with um, people who were actually either dropped out or they were went to art school or you know did other things and like i i get i smoke with them and more instead but uh yeah and then i found out that my dad smoked weed oh longest time um you know he would i'd find and i'd find like cigarettes in his in his you know car i'm like dad you smoke and he's like you know no this is my friends or whatever and and then like and then i found out it's like he's a hash guy Oh, nice. <laughs> it's just like, um, yeah, so it, it's just it's just funny that, like, um, you know, he never said that, you know, don't do that or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, he, he didn't condone it. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> as it were. But, but uh, yeah, so, so he's cool with it. Um, my mom's not, you know, she's, anytime she's tried, had it, it was, it would, she'd be like, in the couch, like not gotcha. talking, something. Gotcha. It was just not her her scene. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Weed is, I guess, is a big part. It, it has been in my life for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much my whole adult life. Yeah, um, it's funny you said it didn't really work the first time. I had a experience my first time, or like the first time I actually tried weed, was with a construction crew that I worked for, and. They were all just like convinced. I wore this Pink Floyd hat, and I knew a lot of like classic rock stuff that they'd always listen to. And they were just like, "Oh yeah, Spencer smoked weed. We know you've smoked weed." Like they just decided one day that I have that I had smoked weed. Yeah. And when you're working construction, it's like once that kind of thing happens, you don't really want to argue or like look like a pussy in any way. So I couldn't really like correct the rumor. That they had started that I had smoked. So I just kind of like shrugged it off. Like, I wasn't going to say yes or no. And one time uh, for lunch, sometimes we'd run into town to grab uh, McDonald's or whatever. And this was one of those times. And uh, this dude, Mike, was like, come on, uh, ride into town with me or whatever. And we got in his truck, rode into town. And he's like, "Uh, up above the, the visor there, pull the visor down. And this little like cigarette pack fell down. And it had, like, a nug in it. And he was like, here, cut this up. And he had some, like, surgical scissors. And he was like, just cup your hand and cut the nug up. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I, this is the first time i ever even seen weed. Yeah. So I'm cutting it up. I'm looking like an idiot. He puts it in this little bowl. It's like a little metal bullet. And he hits it, and then he passes to me. And then I light that thing up, and I just, like, choke so hard on it. I was like coughing and just like tears streaming out my eyes. Now, did you smoke cigarettes before, or do you smoke cigarettes? I don't know, actually. I do smoke now. Very like I don't know. I smoke maybe two cigarettes a day. So, did you smoke cigarettes before you smoked weed? I did, but not at this time. It was weird. Like this time, I was sixteen. Um, I actually might have been 15 and I had not smoked cigarettes at that point and I like choked like a little girl he was like he's like smoking weed with a girl he's making shit out of me and I didn't get high and I didn't take another hit because I thought you know what I mean like the first one was so devastating and then I was just so nervous I think that I just it didn't do anything 
And then the second time when I actually got high, by then I had spent like a whole summer smoking cigars and uh, cigarettes and shit. And so, I don't know, the, the lungs were a little bit more broken in, I guess you could say. And it's a different, you're, because you're with it, with smoking weed, you're like holding it in. Now, I I smoked weed before I touched a cigarette. Now, I, I, try, I, I smoked, I tried it, not like it. That's my, if, <laughs> it's just like. You know, it's not getting me high. Yeah. I should be doing that. <laughs> so, and um, yeah. So it was just. So in it's in in any time I would I would have or have a cigarette at that point. Um, this was a long, long time ago. Um, it would I'd hold it in. You know, like I'd be sure. Yeah. It was different. Um, it's it's smoking. It's different. It's just a different thing. It's like a cigar too. Yeah. You're not. Um, not holding it in your lungs either. It's kind of like a taste thing. Now, um, a question for everybody. When, uh, what do you remember about, do you know how to roll a joint and do you remember when you first rolled a joint? Successfully. <laughs> well, the last time I rolled a joint was about 12 seconds ago. I just finished one. Just finished. Uh, just finished rolling one. But I'm not very good at that. I'll, uh, I'll admit it. Yeah. My J's always come out. They always come out a little preggers. Yeah, like a pregnant python. Do a good one. You do a good one. Um, I, I have uh, mine. I don't have the filter. Like sure. That's. I don't know. Like I, everybody's uh, telling me, you have to have a filter. I rarely use one, but at the time that I did, I did use one for about two or three years, steady, and I would always use. Like a rotini pasta that was just busted in half, so like a short, stubby rotini pasta. Because I used to roll with fatty joints all the time. Yeah, you helped me get into joint rolling. First with the rolling tray, that was my first success. Yeah, the little <laughs> zigzag rollers I used like Roller. all the time in high school. Oh, just the thing with the, um, you know, like the canvas or whatever in between the two rollers. Yeah. Yep. All of those things, yeah, yeah. The, the little rollers I used to use all the time. And mine, uh, yeah, mine are kind of wonky when I roll. <laughs> but. I got into the, um, the, like, the rollers, those things. Um, I think I tried it. I just, it's just easier if I roll it myself. Um, and then there was, like, the two-paper method, which oh, everybody, yep. how come you don't use two papers? And then, like, so I, so I used, so I'd stack them on top of each other and, or, and then I was, and then somebody taught me the L shape. Oh sure. So I didn't, I didn't know about that. I was like, oh, you could do it that way too, and and um, that's a whole, that's a whole different, uh, different thing. You ever use the dollar bill method? No. Mm. It's it basically does the same thing that the roller does, only instead of a roller, you're just using a dollar bill to make that motion. Same with like a, a big blunt rolling. You can do it with the, I think like backwoods. You can un, undo the the wrapper the cigars come in, and then use that like you would a dollar bill and just roll it with the uh, with the outer wrapper. Yeah, that's a good method. What about, what about blunts in general? You big blunt roller. Oh yeah, I can roll blunts better than I can joints. Interesting. See, I was always uh, better at joints. Yeah, but blunts. I think like the secret to blunts is just more spit than you ever think you need. Yeah, <laughs> just I a think nasty amount of slobber. Yeah, I could roll a blunt, but it. it I'm just. I'm out of practice too, and and you're and as and you're right. You need a lot of spit. 
get that going. There was one guy in my friend group who was kind of like the designated blunt guy, and he used to honey seal them. That was like his uh, uh, signature or whatever. He'd seal them up with honey. Hmm. Which would always make the blunt like run. It would like burn slower on that side with the honey, but you know, you got your thing. Um, so growing up, I guess both of you kind of said like, uh, it was viewed as bad, but like education before you ever saw pot, like before I ever saw pot, even at a young age, I just heard about it and was like educated about it, quote unquote. Uh, but like through parents or school or maybe even church, like what kind of, what kind of things did you hear about weed growing up before you ever even came into contact with it? Well, there was the dare program. Oh, we didn't have that. No, I know, I know of it, but we didn't. Uh, not that I know, that we, I don't think we had it here. They know it exist. Yeah, that uh, that that always you know instilled in our brain that all drugs are bad. Mm-hmm. There is some echo coming back on yeah, my end. I'm getting that too. I'm gonna try and <coughs> poke around here and see if I can't make that somewhat better. Uh, Carolyn, are you on your mix minus setup? No, I'm not. I- that could be why. That might be oh. it. Oh, okay. So I should get that setup uh, Yeah. It, d- it uh, does sound kind of like it's coming from Carolyn's end. Um, testing. One, two. Hold up. We heard you. Okay. It's like I can sometimes hear it on some of my stuff, but then I hear it a, I'm lot, coming back a lot on Fletcher's uh, stuff. Yeah, droid style. Yeah, he's got like a, a robo mm-hmm. echo. Yeah. I'm going to flag the... Okay, eighteen. Put a like eighteen forty down. Yeah, I know how it's like. It's really hard to talk when like you get this one second delay coming back at you. Oh yeah. Then you want to kind of talk like this and get a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) Every time (laughs) you hear it, like your mouth turns off. It's crazy. Oh man. Um, I think. Yeah, because my mix minus is on. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think I changed it to the right. Yeah, because those are different. That's the new one. The How all dare caps you? and then okay. microphone. Okay. Right. I don't hear it anymore. Yeah, okay, I cool. think that did all right, it. So that works. I think that Yay! did it. <laughs> all right, start all over. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, thanks for having us in the bowl. <laughs> oh no! So uh, smoky in here. We were talking. You you mentioned the Dare program, Fletcher, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. And they they brought in a kit with all the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, like a little plastic oh, yeah. compartment thing. So like all pills and different ones. Showing you a little well. cannabis bud in there. Yeah, showing everybody what was what. Now, when they had the weed bud, was it like a a nice nug, or was it like a chunk of brick, or was it fake? You know, or? honestly, I can't really remember the detail that much, and it could have been completely fake for all we knew. So yeah, you, like a bag of oregano. oregano. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that skit in the state where the principal takes Doug to the office. He's like... Uh, trying to claim this bag of weed is oregano, and the principal's like, "Well, that's a lot of oregano, there, Doug." And he's like, "You know, to be I paid two hundred bucks for it." <laughs> but uh, I'm always fascinated by Dare stories because I was homeschooled during that Dare era. Because oh, I think yeah. most people have it in like fourth grade, right? Yeah, 
I went through Mine a was fifth too. grade. Fifth? Yeah. So yeah. Four through eighth, I was homeschooled, so. I was going to say, I think mine was like fifth through eighth grade. It's like er- almost every year. <laughs> yeah, middle school. Yeah. What about you, Carolyn? Are there like uh, D.A.R.E. programs in Canada? I I vaguely remember like police officers coming in and talking to talking to us like maybe between the grades of like grade three, grade six through six. Um, and yeah, I like I I don't recall it being um, like a lot of uh, I didn't know I I didn't really know what marijuana was probably until like junior high maybe like grade eight, grade nine. We had junior high seven through nine and then high school's like uh 10 to 12 or whatever it used to be 13 um but uh yeah i i a lot of a lot more press i i guess i paid a lot more attention to once i found out what weed was um there i noticed a lot more uh a push of like medical marijuana here sure um i i remember doing a project in high school on in, in law class i think it was grade 11 law and I I did a presentation about legalization of marijuana, uh, or, and and now now we have it. I'm so I, and I gotta That's say cool. I'm really really not used to it. <laughs> 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 I I took a trip down downtown Toronto. I'm standing outside and I'm smoking a joint, and then a cop rolls up, and I'm like. What, like I just, I just freeze. I'm like, oh shit! I'm not used to this situation. Yeah, that's <laughs> real. <all>. Super weird. <laughs> Most of my life, it's 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 been it's been a um it's it's been illegal, but um yeah, it's not a lot of stuff saying like oh it's it's um it's bad. It's gonna uh, do this to you or or whatnot. It might have been icy grills, or I think he's in Ontario. Dare was in his school in the 90s. Interesting. Interesting. Let I me think see. he's in Ontario. I don't know if he went to school in Ontario. I'm not sure. But I th- Dare started in 83, but it started in L.A. And then it mm-hmm. just kind of blew up and spread everywhere in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said it expanded to Great Britain in 95. And then I'm not seeing anything specific about Canada, but... RTI International is kind of a. I'm sure there was some kind of equivalent uh, to it, Um, but I remember in I remember in uh, um, grade uh, yeah grade eight I had an awesome phys ed teacher who also taught the health class, and the the unit on on drugs and alcohol uh, and another and another phys ed teacher same thing was just like really like just laying out all of the information like this is what this does. You know, this is up to you. <laughs> and it was, and I, it, it felt like so non-judgmental. Like if I, if I did um, partake, uh, you know, I would, I wouldn't think like, oh, you know, Mr. Wilcox said like, yeah, that's bad. Bad <laughs> 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 um, guy. Yeah. So I, I, I think I've had like a healthy um, knowledge of it. Like um, it, it wasn't like um, the. The cookies in the jar, and you can't touch the cookies in the jar. <laughs> well, now I want to because you told me I, oh, I right. can't. Yep. And I'm gonna figure this out. So, um, I, I, I think I think that shows that helps with discipline too. And it's like this is what'll do if you don't do it in moderation, or 
Um, and that's and that's really what they're they're teaching. They're teaching the 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 extreme of like unmoderated is unmoderated is that a word? Um, just uh, uh, just being excessive. Sorry, yeah, being excessive. Sure. Um, just like the nonstop thing. Yeah, just like the nonstop thing. Like eventually, you know, you should get sick of it. <laughs> like you should, <laughs> you know, just like um, you. Just, yeah, it's it's different, but anyway. Yeah. Bowl after bowl till he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, like the the shock of a cop walking up, but it's a legal environment. But before uh, either you ever have uh, get busted or have close calls or anything like that, whether it's like cops or school or parents or anything. Um, not with cops. I don't know how that how I got away with that, but. Just dodging them enough. Just dodge. Just you know, just been discreet enough. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, I never had to really worry about it. Maybe if, like cops rolled up on the, the, the school or something. But I I was smart enough not to do that near the school, um, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I ever yeah. smoked at school yeah. or near school. I weighed a few bags out at school, <laughs> but. I never set the stuff on fire, because I think it would be it would be really hard to like sneak that at my school anyway, probably oh, at most yeah. schools. Definitely. There's so many people in and out. There's so many eyes and ears and noses. You know. Mm-hmm. What about you, Fletch? You ever you ever get busted? Do we Fletcher? still have Fletch? I'm sorry. What? Oh, there he is. No, I was I was drinking and I didn't want the gluggy glug oh. in the microphone. No, <laughs> that's good of you actually. That's a powerful chug. <laughs> <laughs> I missed what you said. Oh, also, so uh, we were just talking about if you've ever had any close calls of being busted, it, whether it was cops or school or parents, etc. Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes from driving around, you know. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, not so much. Once I was eighteen, what could they say? Sure. Right. I wasn't living under their roof either, so what could they say? No, just uh, like that, driving around or at parties, you know. One time the cop walked up to this party. We were smoking on the balcony with the biggest, most fucking absurd-looking bong ever. Just (laughs) outside, you know, facing the fucking highway. We were all retarded. Nice. And uh, (laughs) this cop shows up. We're like, oh, shit. He's like, "Uh, don't worry, um... No big deal or anything. I just wanted to let you know that uh, people can tell you're partying all the way in the parking lot over there, and it's not the volume of your music. <laughs> We're like, oh. He's like, yeah, so uh, just, yeah, just party inside, guys. Uh, I'm like, all right, thanks. That's nice, though. Wow. They're probably like, oh, they don't even, well, you know what? We're. I don't feel like doing paperwork right now. <laughs> Let's just let these guys go. And that was Texas Fuzz? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah, small town. I always wonder. He was a young guy. Ah, uh, that would yeah, that would make a lot yeah. of difference too. Oh, yeah. I've only counted a couple of the cops in my small town, but neither none of them that I knew of had any kind of sense of humor about the shit for sure. I was just lucky enough to. Well, it might have been a combination of like luck and smarts of like when and where. Yeah. Most of the yeah. time would have been like in my backyard or in the woods somewhere or. Now, we did a lot of, like, smoking and cruising around, but that would have been in, like, back road, rural kind of places, you know. We would never roll through town, like, hotboxing or anything. 
But uh, I remember because I started smoking just before I went to college. So I had nearly, I had a full school year, I guess, my senior year of smoking. And only time it really came close was uh, my dad found the, this grinder. Um, and it wasn't even my grinder. So, like, that was kind of, like, the story that wasn't really a lie, even though it was, like, it was my buddy Keith's grinder. But um, I was basically about to buy it off him, so he just gave it to me early. So it was going to become my grinder. Then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Keith. He left it over here. <laughs> yeah, my only close call was with uh, grandparents. I had a friend spend in the night, and uh, in the morning, like after she left, they were like, hey, uh, I just wanted to know, I think your friend had some weed on them, and we really don't appreciate that being in our house, so she's not welcome anymore. Womp, womp. And I was like, oh, yeah, all her, I, yep, yep. I did get busted once, for real, for real, in the dorms. Oh, in the oh. dorms. Which like was really Smoking lame. in the dorms? So I'd smoke sometimes in the dorm out of a vaporizer. Yeah. But no, That's, yeah, I guess I guess if somebody, some some square is gonna gonna ha- like you know report you. Well, the what went down with me was kind of I don't know. I, I guess I learned a lot about neighbors and assholes and all this kind of shit. But oh yeah, yeah. My sweet mates had been uh, just like having weekend benders every weekend, mm-hmm. and then they would just have trash cans full of fucking beer cans and other booze shit. And they, they would stack them up in the shared bathroom, which was like super tiny cramped ass bathroom. And so I was just always like, you guys can't you just fucking pitch this into the dumpster or somewhere else. Like, just get rid of it. You know, like it's it be in there for like three or four days. And it's like, if we get fucking busted with this, the U.S. is going to go down. And um, so they did it again. And I took it down because the... Um, Everyone was talking about and asking questions. The PAs were starting to ask questions about what the fuck was going on. So I just brought it to the trash and was like, look, this isn't mine. I've asked them to stop, and they're just not stopping. I don't know what else to do about it. Like, I don't want to go down for what's not mine, you know? Yeah. And then they ended up getting some fucking talking to. Um, nothing really happened, but they had to do, like, a class or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then they sent a email to the cops saying I had all this shit in my room, and I got searched. Shit. And they ended up finding... Um, like, I didn't even have any pot. I just had a grinder with some residue and a pipe with some residue and stuff. And Aww. then in my fridge was, like, two swallows left of a handle of vodka. Like, shouldn't even really have been in there. But it uh, wasn't all the way empty, so I didn't throw it out, you know? So then I ended up getting picked up. Um, luckily, in my town, at that college town, decrim was already in place. So basically, I opened up High Times, and I called the lawyer that was in there, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Veets. That was how I, like... I really got connected to a lot of the activism scene in the first place. Was getting busted, funny enough, but he ended up getting it to where I had I had three tickets written to me, and they just wrote they wrote them to me in the back of the car. They didn't even take me in and book me or anything. Yeah, they just wrote me three tickets and sent me back up to my room. The first was a MIP for the vodka, and then there was possession of pot, thirty five grams or less, because there wasn't really anything. And then there was paraphernalia. And I think through the plea deal, he got he got me an SIS on the pot charge, and the other two dropped. So here is this, uh, it's called suspended imposition of sentence. And basically what they do is they put you on a probationary period. Uh, it can be supervised or unsupervised. Mine was unsupervised. Basically, if I got, if I stayed clean for a year and didn't get into any other trouble, 
or wasn't like even in the car with anybody else who got in trouble, that kind of a thing, then it would just drop off my record as though it never happened. So it's now when now when you say clean, like like are they are they testing your blood? Are they testing your no, they, that, they oh, didn't okay, test no, nothing. Okay. In my they case, it was okay. unsupervised. So if it would have okay. been supervised, they yeah. might have done any number of things. Either sometimes yeah. they make you uh, come in to piss uh, in a cup. Sometimes they make you, in my buddy's case, he had to wear a fucking cotton ball like taped to his arm. And then they would like test the sweat off the cotton ball every two weeks and give him a new cotton ball. Ew. Ew. It was That's fucking gross. raunchy, dude. So he always had this dirty ass <laughs> cotton ball in his arm. That's dirty. <laughs> Two weeks. That's but like that is nuts. It was like one of those deals where anything that it it would pick up anything you did in those in that in that time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how the way they would know or the tape they used or something to where you didn't just pull the goddamn thing off, but I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's really the, weird. That's the weirdest one I've ever seen. But I wasn't monitored, so just the year yeah. went up. And then basically the way the SIS works is it retroactively doesn't. It never even happened. So, like, if you get picked up in that time or, yeah. like, even if you're riding in the car with somebody who gets pulled over for speeding, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they were scare tacticking me, but they implied that even that could fuck your SIS up. Um, but if you don't do that, then it basically, it's not even a true conviction. So you, if, if the question is ever been convicted for a drug offense, the answer is mm-hmm. no, cause it wasn't a real conviction, which is nice. Oh, that is good. That's nice. But yeah, I learned the things too about like, I don't know, handle shit yourself. And I got myself in trouble trying to avoid getting in trouble for somebody else's shit. I don't know. This is fucking, it was a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. Cultural. Sticky, icky. Sticky, icky, icky situation. Icky. icky. Speaking of sticky icky, I, I do want to talk about this this bag of weed. I earlier in the pre-show, I was opening it up like a bag of chips. Oh yeah, and <laughs> it it it's, uh, it does open like a bag of chips. Um, they, they tear, grip, and slide. That oh. that's to protect you know so the children don't get in there. Um, and this is called uh, bingo. Uh, this this strain, it's an indica. And that's got an exclamation mark at the end. Nice. So, oh yeah, to let you know it's serious. A loud yeah. indica. It's it. You know, it's a soft indica. It's not. It's not like at like all caps. And then it's not the, exclamatory. Then it's it's it's, <laughs> it's not. It's exclamatory, but it's it's a low key. It's not like it's not. Oh, super it's like high. somebody that's whisper shouting. It's like it's, a... <laughs> yeah, it's like they're whisper shouting, but, and it's uh, it's a proper it's a proper noun. So the I like India uh, in Indica is uh, is capitalized, um, and the bit and then bingo. I, I'll have to. What's the I'll capital have... of India? <laughs> I, I seriously don't even know. I don't know. Um, Del- Dolly, Del- Delhi, New Delhi, New Delhi. I think I don't know if they actually call isn't... it Delhi. Old Delhi? Old Isn't Delhi? India the one that has like more than one capital or something too? Some countries do that. They have like multiple capitals. I guess it depends. I oh, New Delhi. That's what uh, that's what the uh, the wiki says, or New just Delhi. A, a search. And then um, in the in the title of Bingo, the, this is the strain. Um, it, instead of an I, it, it's an exclamation mark. But that's all capitalized hmm. with uh, some. It, it's is that a like or- a brand name thing. That yeah, it's a brand that? name thing. Okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the brand, uh, the logos on Legal Weed is a lot small. As far as is, it's this is actually the biggest logo I've seen. Um, the the biggest part is is the the warning sign. The st- okay, so it's a stop sign, and then a, a with the marijuana leaf, and at the bottom it says THC in black. Uh oh. Yeah, so it's like stop right there. This wow. is THC. I am okay? really high. Like, yeah, stop because <laughs> you're gonna get really high. About to get um, wrecked. Wrecked, and uh, so. And it's like, you know, it's a lot harder than you'd think to get a 28 gram, uh, just a bag like this. Like uh, w- the shop that we go, that we'd go to, um, we're accumulating the house, the house is accumulating these, these vials of like, so we're going to be in a mountain of vials. With, oh, yeah. of like, Are know, they plastic or, or glass? They're plastic. They're like, um. I, and, and it's just like they vary in size as well. There's ones that are like. Do they have lids? They do have lids. Yes. Oh, you can you can like make little light fixtures. You know, cut a hole, put in a Christmas light size light. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Light well, fixture. These are really dark though. There's like get a really bright light. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know that light would would reflect right into it. Get some of them up. LEDs, them LEDs. LEDs. I don't know. I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it like with my You don't phone. know till you try. I mean that's <laughs> but this one this, <laughs> this 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 container is really thick and yeah, it's a thick Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, dog. <laughs> thick black plastic. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Hey, but so, you never know. It might just appear black. You shine a light through it, it might show up purple or red. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, like an they, orange. They just vary in size. And then there's the white plastic. Racist. One as well. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's racist. <laughs> it's not um, racist. But, it's a fact. So and, and so uh, and the the annoying part about it is, and some of the some of the strains is, is that they like just sell it by three point five grams or um yeah so oh like eight bags yeah yeah it's just and then you end up with like if you want more than three point five you end up with a bunch of like boxes and and vials and stuff and it's just like and they won't even return it right now. Mm. Like I asked them, I'm just like, can I like return this mountain of plastic that I don't want to, that I have no real estate for the recycling bin for? Yeah, they could really reuse it. You would, think yeah, they so, could reuse right? it. There's no reason why not. Coronavirus. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's the coronavirus. I'm like, have you ever heard of boiling water? You fuck. Yeah, the beer store is taking empties now, or they they have been for like at least since the summer, but. That's that's a recycling program that that the um, the Ontario government has here. Hmm. Um, when you bring in like cans of beer sure. or empty cans and stuff, and then they recycle it and all that. But um, but they won't take back these vials. That's and crappy. It's just like I don't know. There's just so many things that need to, to like. I mean, they're 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 getting there. It's just. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I'd like to see them fi- fix that. Like I shouldn't. Yeah. That does sound annoying. Stuff. It isn't. Yeah, definitely. Cause there's only I so mean, many I, arts and crafts you can make out of these things before. That's right. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I have a couple of these um, glass vials that I've bought like CBD blunts in. Because that's a weird thing about here too is like we don't have legal pot. We just started the medical program. So like in the, oh, pa- yeah. in the past month there's been a, like a few places in the state selling medical. But the CBD shit's all over the place. So like you can buy a quarter pound of the fucking CBD nug at a head shop for like for like pot prices, like street pot prices, which is just so sketchy. They just yeah. have like a QP yeah. in the window and it's like sixteen hundred bucks. And you're like, What <laughs> wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn. It's like, dude, you gotta go into some kind of fucking room to do that shit, right? Nope. Yeah. It's just like right there behind the glass. Made me feel like an old man, dude. Looking in there, like, <laughs> what are these kids bringing in here? <laughs> um, did you guys ever go through like a quality evolution? Like, because when I first found weed, it was just mm-hmm. the Mexican brick swag. Yeah, we called it. Yeah, yeah. Shigadi, uh, shigadi swag, and it was cheap as fuck, and it was yeah. seedy and stimmy mm-hmm. and hard and concrete almost. That was like when. You'd get a dime bag, ten bucks was like an eighth of an ounce. It was like three point five. Yeah, yeah. And and then I remember going to college. That was the first time I ever saw like grown ass weed. Like I, I there was something in between we used to get, which I guess really should have been called middies, but we called it crumble weed. I think oh it was yeah, just crumble so, weed. It was just so uh-huh. dry, you know, that would yeah, t- almost yeah. turn to dust when you just handled it. We called it crumble weed that was like a little bit better than the brick. And we were we didn't know why it was too, you know. I'd only been like smoking a for a year. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like that actually, yep. Yeah. And then I remember seeing like an eighth of weed, like good weed in college. And it was like beautiful and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? It's like a plant. But then they were the like. chronic. Yeah, this was 60, <laughs> it was 60 oh, yeah, bucks chronic. for this eighth. And I just like laughed in their face. I was like. Oh, you're an idiot if you pay 60 bucks for an eighth of weed. But then I was like, then I smoked and I was like, oh, wait, I'm the idiot. <laughs> but uh, what is your experience as far as quality? Mine was like that, starting off with the, with the swag. Yeah. You know, cheap as I could get for as much as I could get. Yep. yep. But then it got to where you couldn't find that stuff anymore. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> so What's so the, like moving the last on up time to you've even seen the the brick as it were ages upon ages yeah where you could get you could get a zone for fucking you know forty bucks or some shit yeah, when yep. I first started smoking um but then so that all went away couldn't find it you could find the uh, the top notch stuff you know the high grade as people would say right or some of that fire or chronic whatever you want to call it and then but really. Smoking that stuff makes me stupid. Oh, I, uh, yeah. For like a long time, yeah. the it's the high THC concent, you know, concentrate without any of the other stuff. Yeah. And my brain yeah. needs the other stuff to con- to function over a long, long term. Definitely. So yeah. I've tried to find lesser stuff, and and yeah. I'm a I'm a paranoid person. Go okay. figure. Hmm. And with. With uh, governments in one way or another saying that what I call this lab-grown weed, all that stuff. I mean, it's hydroponic, but to me, to me that's still kind of like a lab. All sure. that stuff's okay, yeah. but growing it outside, growing it yourself is somehow bad. 
so that makes me think, well, then this uh, this high-grade stuff really probably isn't that good if the government's being like, okay, yeah, this stuff can go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, then why, assholes? Yeah. Because they're never on our side for anything else. Why would they want us to have the best fucking weed? I, mean, I think, think they want a... us to have the shit that's a detriment to our brain on a long term. And so I, I try and find stuff grown outdoors now the the stuff from Mexico that you would get in the brick is the stuff I seek. I like the high THC stuff, but I mix it. Yeah, that way I get a, a good mix of everything. Yeah, I definitely like mixes. And I don't, I don't, I try not to do it as often. Do you have any standout like favorite or memorable strains? Because there are some strains that are, you know, like lower in THC and even like the CBD CBD stuff that's around here. Sometimes I'll mix stuff in with mm-hmm. that to get like I, sort of a similar effect. I think what sticks out in my mind and I think about it whenever I think of hash is, is uh, we used to get this gold, golden Afghani hash. And then you'd have, sometimes you get like a gold seal on the side of the, the resin. And that was probably the best hash I've ever had. And I don't think I'll ever see that ever again. Um, yeah. And I just, it's just, I, I don't even seek out hash because I just know that it's, it's probably not going to be the it's not going to be the same that that golden color and uh, it's it's just that was the best. Nice. <laughs> uh, but I started like sort of like the outdoor weed. I think what what drew me and a lot of people were like, um, oh, this has got too many seeds in it, and you know, of course you got to pick them out and and then sometimes you miss one and then seeds explode. Oh yeah, that's the worst. And they taste bad. They scare you. Dry them up and like the worst part is the uh the seed itself, like not the shell. You might find that when you grind it up and it oh, yeah, that's the fine. seed. But if yeah. you accidentally get a part of the seed inside there yeah. and then you smoke it, oh man, oh, that shit yeah, kills gross. you. Yeah. 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 Tastes nasty so, for sure. Yeah, so gross. For sure. Oh yeah. I think yes, Ned. Ned. Yes, blonde hash. That's what it was. Blonde yeah. hash. Blonde hash. Yeah. That, that was the shit. We and used early- to press our uh, keef all the time into those little hash discs. Get like oh, yeah. those little twisty <laughs> pollen presses or whatever. Whoa. That was pretty cool. We used to like get it going like incense, and then have a hookah hose attached to a funnel. We'd hold the funnel upside down over the the little hash on fire and that was like a nice way to smoke it you get pretty ripped oh yeah just oh, yeah. having that going yeah hookah bars i guess that's gonna that's that that was fun those are fun the hookah hookah bars definitely like, yeah 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 i mean uh it'll all have to go underground any fun fun thing where you share an experience with a real human being in close quarters will all have to go back into speakeasies <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the funnest place to do that kind of thing anyway, though. oh yeah it really is it, it adds more of a degree of fun when you're not yeah. supposed to be doing it yeah it's like well thanks motherfucker you made this party just 10 times cooler <laughs> the illegal party oh my oh my <laughs> oh yeah uh, for me my yeah, whatever. favorite like I'll do what I want my favorite strain was always uh, Jack Hare Mm. But, oh, Jack hair. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the I think Jack hair that that came out of the, the like the popcorn like density that dense. I, I always yeah. found it dense. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I like that one for sure. Oh yeah. And the guy, I never got to meet the 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 man in person. He had 
the first thing, the first national normal thing I ever did was in Oregon in like, uh, oh, I want to say like 2009 or 10, but it was like the first year that he wasn't there. Like he died like between the, the last, um, Portland gathering. I don't know. They don't, they didn't always do the normal conference up there. They just did it this time because it was like a traveling conference, but they did always have hemp stock in Portland. And so they did it during the hemp stock weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was just all anybody was talking about. It was like my first event, and they were all just talking about how weird it was that Jack wasn't there. And I was just oh. like, wow, that's wild, man. I, I have smoked that strain. Jack Herrer. Jack Herrer, yeah. yep. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. That and Granddaddy Purple are probably like the two that I would perk my ears oh, up yeah. if anybody yeah. had like um, that strain. It's been a long time since I've had any Granddaddy Purple. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I, I like to... Um, Blue Dream. Definitely. That was, and that was a, the Diesels. And I always diesels, like Diesels. Yeah. <laughs> Sour Diesel. Mm-hmm. Kim Dog was another good one. Oh, yeah. I like the lemon, same, uh, the lemon ones. Oh, any citrus. Yeah, the citrus Yeah, is, like lemon yeah. diesel. Yep. Holy shit. Orange. It's been a long time. Oh, so good. Oh, Jack But Hare. I quit paying attention to the names. They started mm-hmm. getting convoluted. I was like, what does this even mean now? <laughs> now I'd, I know, I'd, I'd have to have a chart. Like, well, Hold on. Let me bust out my <laughs> lineage map. I know. It's got so wild now that it's just like, even like the Indica Sativa thing, It's the lines are becoming so blurred mm-hmm. to where it just really, every every weed is like its own individual thing, you know? It's gotten split so many different uh, growers and genetic lines, and yeah, it's kind of wild to think about. Because for a while there, when the drug war really ramped up, the genetics of weed, just by nature of like the laws that rolled out, they really narrowed down to where there were only a few, and a lot of like the strains that were super popular in California got taken to the Netherlands and like preserved. So if you want classic genes from before, like from the pre-drug war days, they exist with the Dutch breeders. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I always wonder if they put cannabis seeds in that um, that repository that's in Sweden. Oh, the, yeah. The, the seed place, the seed oh, bank. Yeah, I've heard of that. But it's like in the side of a mountain, you know, so they can keep it as cold as possible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It'd be a shame if they didn't, that's for sure. It would be. Um, I mean, why not? Why not? I don't think it's harmful. I mean, I think the effects of just too much THC on at least my brain is uh, not as great as some of these studies say they are. I think a lot of the studies, like any medical study, will you know say whatever they need to to get their point across. Definitely. Lean it one way or another. A lot of the stuff about THC, like it's a wonder drug. I, uh, you know, I'm skeptical of now it. Does it have positive effects? Yeah, of course it does. Right. But for all the things they say, I, I don't buy it. Now, should it be perfectly legal to use and, and do whatever you want with? Yeah. Hell yeah. Use, uh, use the plant to make rope and clothes and canvas like the old days. Yeah. Fucking handbags, whatever the fuck you want. Grow yeah. some high potency stuff and have it, uh, you know strong as shit knock you on your ass that's all well and good but i also want to be free to seek out and find the stuff i want right definitely middle of the road i still want it to be nice and pretty and fluffy and well manicured yeah you know 
I prefer it not to be in a brick, but I do like THC and uh, CBD and all the other C's and the B's yeah. mixed together. Well, the full what? spectrum, man. Yeah, right. It, That's how I get the most of it. And and Fletcher pointed that out. Like, there's there's they're supposed to have CBD and THC, and it's so uh, like and I and then I sort of got uh, you know. Uh, my my feelers out for you know to have sort of a have kind of both THC and uh, CBD um, at the at the at the store that I go to um, a lot of the strain a lot of the strains that they that they sell is is predominantly THC it's quite it's it seems to be pretty difficult to find something that's um, that's sort of leveled um, there's like a, a uh, uh, this strain that I have right now, bingo, it's it's less than 0. 0.71 milligrams of CBD. So it's like Do they nothing. tell you if it was grown indoors or outdoors? It doesn't specify. I, I think it's all all uh, it's definitely all indoors, I, I believe. Um, I, I don't think it's um, because they don't they don't specify it. They they have a big warning about adolescents and young adults are greater risk. Of harms from cannabis. I don't know if you know this, but they could be harmed by a single marijuana injection. One, <laughs> yeah, one single marijuana injection daily or near daily use of injecting marijuanas <laughs> over a pe prolonged period of time can harm brain development and function. And this I, is also I wouldn't recommend it for kids either. No, I, mean, no, I agree. If a no, kid definitely. reaches out and tries it, you know, no. what harm yeah. is it? But smoking it on the regular. No, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Until your brain yeah. is pretty close to being fully developed. You For know. sure. Well, they say, you know, everything in moderation, including moderation. But when you're a kid, like, think, it, it just fucks with you way more. I remember when I first started eating high, like, it didn't matter how shitty the weed was or any of that. It would be like, you would get stoned to the fucking mm -hmm. bone to yeah. and wake up stoned still the next day you were so stoned. Oh, yeah, and it would be that, that bricky weed, you know, you break yeah. off a corner and it's still a corner. <laughs> Dude, it's the still a corner, yeah. Worst, Smoking out of a fucking aluminum can. The worst weed we ever smoked was literal ditch weed because this buddy of mine, oh, yeah. his grandpa had a farm way up near the fucking Iowa border. So we drove there once in my buddy's car because he was like, yeah, my grandpa, he's got wild pot. He just lets it grow because the doves like it. So there's all this pot all over the place up there. We're like, oh, oh. cool, wow, whatever. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck. So we get up there, and, you know, in hindsight, it's just all hemp. It's all, like, just ditchweed hemp, oh. you know? So yeah, it's, like, yeah. stock with pot leaves. There's no buds. There's no yeah. nothing else yeah. going on, you know? Oh, That reminds me of this old-timer. And, I mean, he really was an old-timer. He was in his 60s. And all of us at this party apartment, it was a party nonstop. I mean, any time. You just had to, you know, go to sleep with people there having a good time and this dude would come around and uh he was cool you know he'd talk about shit and we'd all be stoned he'd get stoned with us and then uh you know just leave i don't know who he knew or how he found the place or whatever but he was cool enough wasn't a creep or a weirdo or anything he'd just come around and get fucked up with us kids share some <laughs> stories and leave and uh, one time he brought uh, this huge fucking like gallon-sized Ziploc bag of uh, weed, as he called it. <laughs> weed. 
but it was just like what you were saying, uh, ditch weed, ditch where weed. <clears throat> it was growing around his house. It was wild. <laughs> yep. And uh, he had he had clipped all the leaves and stems and everything off except for the main stalk. He did a great job with manicuring it, but yeah. the tiny little buds on the nodes were so tiny. Oh tiny, damn! Tiny. Oh. It uh, it it looked like it looked like it had a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, like it wasn't healthy, but it, it actually was. And it took for fucking ever. I don't, we did not get much out of that huge ass bag he bought, but we were all already stoned. We were like, fuck it. We don't want to hurt this guy's feelings. Let's, <laughs> get, let's get enough for a fucking blunt and smoke it with him. Man. So it took us for fucking ever. All these oh. tiny little things. Just break them off here. Break them up there. Finally got it. And he was like, it's good shit, huh? We we're like, not really. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, this was like only my second maybe month of smoking weed or something. It was like early. I just started smoking. And we just fucking took a clipper and clipped them all at the base, like enough to fill it. Because it was just, the shit was everywhere. I mean, he had like a field of it. But like I said, it was just for, like he dove hunted and the doves like to hang out in the hemp, I guess. So mm. we filled like two trash bags full of it and drove it back. <laughs> wow. Just these plants. And then we just put the leaves in Ziploc bags. My buddy ended up drying them in front of a fucking like construction lamp that he had in the basement, which is just like <laughs> the dumbest, like everything about that is just the worst. Like you first you start off with just hemp anyway. And then you dry it out in front of a bright ass light, <laughs> to like basically pre uh, vaporizing it almost or something. I don't know. Well, that's what those cannabis cigarettes are that they sell. They're oh, not even. Yeah. They don't even have C- CBD. They're just hemp cigarettes, and uh, it smells like weed when you burn them. It doesn't taste like weed. Damn. <laughs> it just gets you in trouble, but with none of the. <laughs> yeah. Right. It smells like somebody uh, smoking weed. Oh no! This there was some. Uh, this is just hemp. <laughs> Well, there were some I used to buy that had that. It had uh, hemp leaves. It also had a couple of different varieties of lettuce. And then uh, some other dried herbs. But it smelled like some danky, dank weed. That's wild. But you barely got a buzz, not even a cigarette buzz. A a lot of these these cigarettes. uh, CBD products the same way. They taste like just absolute top shelf, but they don't really do much. Oh, speaking of lettuce, like dried out lettuce, did you ever scrape the inside of a banana peel and dry that out and smoke it? I never have, but I heard no. it, I heard of it, but I never tried it. They said smoked banana peels works. Too. Well, yeah, I mean, you're inhaling smoke from plant material, so you'll get a little buzz sure. from uh, the yeah. lack of oxygen, and I think that's about it, because I've done it. Yeah. Scrape the inside of a banana peel and dry it on like a cookie sheet in the oven. And, uh, nah, I mean, eh. yeah, the more buzz is what I mentioned on a voicemail of, uh, putting toothpaste on a cigarette and letting that dry and then smoking it. We did go talk about a... chemical amusement. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. For real. It's like, maybe this works. Maybe this works. I do remember we one time made a bowl that was only orange hairs. <laughs> which i don't know whenever you do well, that kind of dumb THC shit like, glands sprout up on those things that's true they can be crystally uh for me it's like whenever you do that kind of stuff you're already smoking so many other bowls in that day in that particular day <laughs> that it could work or not work it would really make that much of a difference 
you're right there. <laughs> you're like, does that even work? Like, yeah, remember it worked. I do well, the the back light in the day dried of the toothpaste cigarettes. I wasn't smoking weed then. Ah, uh, well, anything can wig you out then. Oh yeah, for sure. Before you really know what stoned is, then the first time I got fucking like actually stoned and it, it like hit me. We were in my car just parked on the side of. There was this dead end road that was like a dead end gravel road, and it kind of terminated near the interstate. But there were so many perfect trees all around and stuff that you could like go through the tree line and get to see the interstate, but there wasn't like a regular line of sight to you. And anyway, that's where we were. And when it hit me, I got so fucking goofy and started laughing. And I ran circles around my car as it was parked. And I just kept like, <laughs> trying to run as fast as I could around my car. It was wild. It was like, uh, it felt almost like you were, uh, I had this idea that I was like in a movie and not really, you know what I mean? It was like a, it was a break from regular everyday consciousness for sure. It was like, no, wait, I'm sitting back watching this movie that I'm in. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to describe it, but Trippy. my brain just went weird for sure. No, I know what you mean. The I first time I was actually high. And then we drove to my buddy's house and the speed limit through town is like 25 miles an hour. And I kept yeah. looking down cause I was going like 18 cause I felt <laughs> like it was fucking flying. Yeah. I just felt like I was going so fast and I was like going at a crawl. And so I had to force myself to like stay at 25 and go to the <laughs> Man, when uh, I lived in a different part of Texas, down by the the southern border, and I could get pretty decent mid-grade bud for shiggity swag prices. (laughs) Nice. Dirt cheap. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'll take two. (laughs) So I was smoking blunts all the fucking time. And down there, the roads are straight in a grid pattern. It's really hard to get lost. I mean... You've got to be fucking trying. And uh, I would creep down these fucking roads. I never got lost. But I would like think I was hauling ass because it's just flat down there. Corn fields and fucking cotton fields and, and uh, big-ass wind turbines. That's it. It's a coastal plain. And I think I'd be hauling ass. I'm like, holy shit, those cotton plants are just flying by my fucking car. I'd be going 20 miles an hour. Guys in jacked-up, you know, dually pickup trucks. <laughs> haul ass past me i'm like how fast are you going oh 35 never mind <laughs> <laughs> yep but it was perfect because you could smoke you could get fucking high and you really still weren't a danger you were just an annoyance because like i said it was hard to get lost easy to stay on the road you're just driving in squares like well better take the square and turn around yep and, uh, <laughs> you know sometimes and there were no fences or anything so i would drive out and uh, sit under the, the wind turbines. You could drive right up to them. Whoa. One night, it started off all nice and stuff and uh, real pleasant, barely any breeze. Then I'm, as I'm out there, and I'm thoroughly stoned and paranoid already, <laughs> the wind picks up. And uh, that wind turbine, they, they change the pitch of their blades depending on how fast the wind goes. Oh, okay. So it started picking up, and I was like, are they supposed to go that fast? And then all the gears or whatever's inside to change those pitches of the blades, that kicked in. You hear all this mechanical, I'm like, oh, what is going on? Should I leave now? Is this going to fly apart? And it was just, only three blades on that thing, too. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to stay out here, but back away and see if it breaks apart. 
It yeah. didn't. It didn't catch any seagulls in it or nothing. Even though the <laughs> the wind was blowing from the from the coast from the ocean. That's what's cool about being down there is smelling the ocean. That is in cool. the air. Yeah. I've been, but yeah, no good times down there. I've been to plenty of places with ocean, but I've never like lived in one, or stayed even long term in one. I lived about forty a forty minute drive, but my slow ass driving realistically it might be 25 25 minutes or so but it was nice south padre island it was a party oh sure i had cool. friends that was like where all of my freshman friends went for spring break and i didn't really do a spring break but a lot of them ganged together and went to south padre island that's a neat place when nobody's there also you can walk all the way up and down that island without you know finding anybody to bother you even though they do horse rides on the regular but, huh, that sounds fun but it's a barrier island so you know it'll erode away eventually there's already a new one maybe a quarter of a mile out toward the ocean that a new sandbar is already springing up you can go out there it's it's kind of scary i don't like putting myself in the food chain but uh, if you're right. if you're down for swimming a quarter of a mile in the choppy ocean you can get yeah. out there, and it gets to a point where you can't touch the bottom, and then you keep swimming out, and eventually it gets to a point where me, I'm, I'm about six foot, it comes up to my waist. Huh. So you'll just yeah. be standing out there, and it feels like you're standing in the middle of the ocean. Weird. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the, the worst part about it is the hammerhead sharks. Yeah. But uh, everybody says, well, they're the friendliest of sharks. They won't really bother you unless... Uh, they're timid because they're made fun mm. of their whole lives for their weird shaped head. I think that's what Aww, it is. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. You know, biologists, when they find them. Oh, I was watching a bunch of nature videos, and and the all these biologists were lo like looking and laughing at this uh, <laughs> at, at this octopus, and it was it's got these cartoon eyes, and it's just like you know just hanging out. It's all purple, and it's a. It's a nice octopus, and they're just making fun of it. Like, it knows what you're saying. Harsh, man. So <laughs> mean. You can't like, help it. It was born that way. These he people was born that way. call themselves just, biologists. Unbelievable. Yeah, jeez. Just, just be they're nice. Bigots. It's 2020. That, yeah. I mean, dial that down. Like, to zero, okay? So rude. Cut it out. <laughs> biologists. Biologists. Okay, jeez. <laughs> Nerd alert! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I found that one too late. I should have had that for all the nerdy science stuff we were talking about a few episodes ago. Yeah, he does seem a bit woozy, doesn't he? <laughs> um, peace collections. Do you do you have one? And uh, what is like your most memorable pieces throughout time or... Maybe even oh, like yeah. more memorable names of pieces. I've even I've kept pieces after they were broken. Sure. Um, I, think, I think I have a couple of piece graveyard mm, items. My yeah. most memorable one is, uh, uh, well, I got the bowl from a shop in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which if you've ever seen any cereal commercial or anything with honey in the commercial, it shows that dipper thing they yeah. dip into the, the yeah. honey. That cylindrical yeah. thing on a stick. Yeah. yeah. So the bowl looks like that. Okay. Okay. But it's deep. It, oh, cool. it could it could probably hold a gram depending on how much you cram in there. Uh, a gram if you cram. But a crammed uh, gram. <laughs> it came with a a metal pipe that you could take apart and add, add segments to the middle of, 
or take them away, you know, one of those things. But I work in a music store, so I found a, a tonal stick where it's two stick, two <laughs> sticks of wood <laughs> that are tuned to each other. So when you hit them, you don't get a dissonant sound. You get a nice, pretty unison sound. Gotcha. Well, I only had the one out of the pair, and uh, it it was there at the bench when I moved into that that store, and uh, it was there for years and years. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this thing, and make a fucking pipe out of it. <laughs> so I cut a square out of the top, drilled a hole in the top, just wide enough to uh, screw in that that honey dipper of a bowl, and screwed it in there. Now it's a nice long, I would say six or seven inch steamroller nice it's got a cool. it's got a half inch hole all the way through it so it'll kick you in the face well next to the the bassoon bell steamroller that i made oh yeah the, <laughs> that thing the bassoon bell has a key hole already on the bell mm-hmm. uh like a vent hole so i took the key off of there put in a uh, rubber grommet that that fit around a glass bowl and boom turn it into a two inch wide steamroller the thing will kick you in the face no regrets <laughs> <laughs> I love well, the I, homemade oh, bowl sorry. things. No, that's yeah, okay. the barking bedpost. <laughs> Beautiful. I I made a pipe with my dad. Oh, nice, nice. He was like, "Oh, I'll show you how to make a pipe." And he had like this uh, this copper a bowl, I guess. I, I'm I'm sure it's a screw for something. And then a uh, a pen, like a plastic out outer edges of a pen that you'd hold, and then mm-hmm. screw it together, and with and then put a a load of tape, like a lot <laughs> of tape, taping that, taping that, taping that, and that's about five minutes of taping, and then you got like you know um, a good amount of tape. It's secure. Okay, so you're ready to put your 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 product in there your flour okay so you get your you can crush up your flour and it's like it's not the biggest i mean really this is this is designed for hash this is not designed okay, for yeah. you know for the copious amounts of weed and to be honest um like the the government sanctioned um marijuana like really don't need a whole lot like i hmm. probably should be getting like bowls so it don't um lose any more brain cells <laughs> no well, no uh, no that's that i don't think that's how, that's how marijuana works this is no. serious well like uh i will say about the the metal that you would use in any pipe that you make even though i've done it myself aluminum is not good no anything no, that gets no. red hot yeah. under the the flame of a normal ass bic lighter yeah. Or even a butane torch. Yeah. But uh, those can get pretty hot. Yeah. Oh, anything yeah. that'll get red hot under the heat of a normal lighter, you do not want to use. And aluminum no. is one of those things that just turns into powder when you heat it up yeah. enough. Oh, yeah, and, uh, Plus the label, You, you definitely too. don't want to use uh, <laughs> oil impregnated. Good, you don't want to use oil impregnated brass, like stuff they no. would use in industrial settings. Uh, no. Right. Because no. that oil is in there. You'll heat yeah. it up. It, it leaches out. You smoke it, and, uh, never good. Yeah, we used to yeah. do the pop cans before we knew what we were doing. Yeah, oh, so it was yeah. like yeah. twenty five cents, yeah. and then you didn't have to like carry around a piece. You know, you just like stomped on the can and threw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty bad for us. My buddy had to 
couple of times where he just like passed clean out when we were smoking out of pop cans, and we didn't oh, yeah. we didn't know from the time at the time that it was from the can, but that's what he's pretty sure of even like years later he's telling me like were you smoking this you're basically <laughs> inhaling brake fluid jesus <laughs> basically true man well uh, i've always liked the the glass i've always liked the glass ones i i would get you know like a wooden pipe or something something small and then you get one of those those copper uh, filters but then there like this was um i i just smoke joint joints like it's so much easier like i'll lose i'll lose pipes i don't want to get yeah. a pipe um well, what do you think about those new silicone pipes they make with a glass bowl that that's removable you could drop them and still got it those are pretty wild. i though. didn't know you could do that oh yeah oh my body looks well, you have to show me they are pretty uh, there, cool there the uh, they there was uh, this filter that was like a dye, like, you know, one of those um, uh, dice, and um, it, it was like a two two glass uh, edges and or pieces, and they're like together in a cross, and then you put it in the fill as a filter for uh, for the pipe. Um, I'll have to I'll have to find it, but um, it's uh, that that was the last like evolution of like um, filters for a pipe that I'm aware of. And now there's silicone. So that's cool. It is cool. The pipe, I wasn't as into making pipes as one of my buddies was. He was like, he would make a pipe out of anything. He would always have like eight mm -hmm. pipes in his car. Cause he'd just make pipes in his garage out of like random shit. But oh, yeah. the pi the one homemade pipe I made, I ended up making like several of them. And it was just like a wood block pipe, but mm -hmm. it had a, uh, dime that i had like used a dremel to drill several holes in and that was the screen so it'd be like two wood blocks glued together but you'd glue that dime in between the blocks too and that was the bull's screen so i called them roosevelt's because because of the dime <laughs> and i was commissioned to make several of those throughout high school i remember one time Somebody told me, like, um, I don't remember if it was, like, their parents got home or they were about to get pulled over. It was one of the two things. But they, like, had to pitch. He was like, I had to pitch Roosevelt out the car window. <laughs> so I had to make him a new one. But, yeah, I made several of those. It was, like, a quick ghetto pipe. Lorian, are you into pipes? Have you? What? Uh, my favorite pipe that I have uh, is probably the only one that survived. And I've had it for almost... Almost 10 years now, I guess. And it's just a little glass Percy bowl that a mutual friend of ours blew for me. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah the glass ones are so nice. I, yeah. I just, they're, and they're easy to just deal with and clean and like, yeah, they're the best. They're, and they're all pretty and stuff when you get them. Yes. And you clean them up and stuff. And he like, like uh, did a double layer of glass. So like it's mm -hmm. dropped before, but it's super thick. So nice. So far, so good. And I feel like it yeah. being tiny is helpful to him mm. for its survival. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Small Definitely. and dense, yes. We do have that fucking thick ass steamroller, though, that could be used as a weapon. I don't know how many layers of glass are on that. It's a fatty ass. Oh, uh, yeah. It's mostly for decoration because it just hurts so fucking much. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've had it for ages, but I just don't really use it. I like things like that. I have a bamboo flute that could double as a weapon if need be. 
I have a little bowling pin chillum Lauren got me. <laughs> and then my favorite chillum I've ever had was a little like glass blown lava lamp. Oh yeah. But I like misplaced that oh, yeah. like two houses ago. I've never seen it since, man. It was really cool though. The way it looked, it was just a real simple little mostly black glass chillum with like a yellow little blown pattern in it, so it looked like a little lava lamp, but mm. That was a cool one. That was a neat little pun. Have you ever lost a stash or misplaced one? <laughs> you know, I've actually, when moving, found different stashes. One time I found like two and a half ounces <laughs> in a fucking bag that I didn't know was even around. That's just, always good. I just found That's it awesome. moving. I, I found, like, a, I was I was actually just tidying up here and, and I found, like, just... Uh, <laughs> Buds, <laughs> like full buds. What? Well, that's pretty cool. All right. That's the I I clean up and that is my reward. So exactly that happened to me fairly recently. I mean, within the past few months of tidying up and going, where does quarter set come from? Nice, sweet. <laughs> Then again, I've uh, I've washed a quarter sack in a pair of jeans before. Oh damn, oh. that I've not done, to my knowledge. I don't know why yeah. it happened, and I just <laughs> never found out. It was in a sealed bag, uh, but it didn't stop the water and and detergent from yeah. getting in. Dang! It just, it just didn't get out into the uh, washing machine. <laughs> but I took it out of my pants pocket and let it dry out and smelled it, and it was a strong smell of detergent. Damn. And I had a buddy that was. Uh, he would smoke anything. He even drank bong water because we told him it would get him high. <laughs> and I think the only way it got him high was just the fact that it, he didn't vomit from it. But still, Man. I was like, you can have it if you want it. And later he was like, I, I, I took one hit from it. And then I was done. I was like, dang, dude, that was dumb. We had this bong when I first started smoking. It was like that winter. And it was this big ornate glass bong. We had like no fucking business. I don't remember how we got it or who got it or what happened. But basically, we would keep all of our collective shit in one bag that kind of traveled around between the four of us. And we called it the felony bag because we wanted like a certain awareness of what the fuck was, you know, how important it was to not like misplace this or just have it laying around. Um, but in that bag, we had this goliath of a bong i can't even remember the name of it at this point but it had like weird intricate handles and just like was like the most breakable bong you know one of those deals and at the end of the smoke session it was just like the ritual was like to sip the bong water and then pour it out and it was always fresh water you know so it was always like those two bowls because we were never allowed to fucking smoke in any of our houses. We were always, like, meeting somewhere, you know, outside. So it was always fresh water, but looking back, it was still like, that's just fucking nasty, man. <laughs> Sipping the bong water. Oh, my gosh. But it was, just, it was just part of the sesh, you know? We would mm-hmm. fucking rip that mm-hmm. bong, and then we would, like, have one sip of the bong water. <laughs> and then we'd pour, pour the rest out. It wasn't like we, like, killed the bong, you know? We just... Yeah. Well, I mean, I've eaten an apple that I've smoked out of. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apples are the greatest, man, in a pinch. Yeah. You're oh, like, yeah. Nature's disposable pipe. You like staying at some That's relative's cool. house and like, yeah, you brought bud, but no papers, <laughs> no nothing, no fucking, <laughs> don't even have cigarettes on you. You're like, oh, fuck. Look in the fridge. Is there apples? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it beats smoking out of a potato or a cucumber because you can eat mm. the apple 
Like, I mean, you can eat a cucumber also. You couldn't eat a raw potato. Yeah. I don't like the taste of smoking out of potatoes. I don't know what, what it is about. Well, no, smoking out of a raw potato, you get that raw taste, yeah. and your body knows that's bad. I did it one time. You do yeah. what you oh, got to yeah, do, too. you know, in the <laughs> yeah, situations. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my cousin's one time, and uh, we had rolled this joint, but we didn't have a lighter, and he didn't have no matches. And we're like looking around in the kitchen, and he's got one of them fucking flat surface stoves, so we couldn't even like stove light it. Oh, I'm like what can we do? That what can we do? That always freaked me out. I never liked those don't like. Yeah, uh, those surface, uh, hot surface yeah, stoves. No, it's just like no, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, you can't like make fire with it. But we finally figured <laughs> out the toaster, the little metal. Uh, wire the toaster oh, yeah. that gets red hot so he turned his toaster on and lit the joint off of the toaster <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> i was like sure i'm like we're in a kitchen i can make fire i promise we just have to look long <laughs> enough that was pretty uh innovative times what uh is a favorite like stoner etiquette or ritual or like rule that you've observed in different like friend circles the puff puff pass ritual and passing to the left yeah i love that yes yeah i love that um well i I has have always been the designated roller gotcha in 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 my in circles and the origami master I get the tray. I they they supply me with everything. They're just like Carolyn, whatever you need, we <laughs> have it. And I say, thank you. I so kind. But one thing, I love your rolling. You're just you know you're beautiful. You're lovely. Your rolling's amazing. But girl, please put a filter on that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll okay filter. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I got this. I got this. And then, and then, um, so I get sometimes, so, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the book, the, 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 of, uh, of, um, you know, filters, like you can get, like, I think raw has that. I'm sure you have that in the yeah. United States. Yeah. Uh, raw. Um, so, so I, so I'd, uh, I, I would put that in, I would put that in last. Like I'd try to put it in, put the filter in like while I'm rolling it sometimes that works and then sometimes it's like oh fuck it just like falls out when you're when you're uh smoking it I'm like oh and but what what's cool is like sometimes like the paper will will have the same integrity around the filter so like you could just slide it back in sometimes that works it's not all the time but yeah, the most common one I always see is like tearing a piece of the joint box paper off or the joint. Oh box. yeah. 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 That's, that's classic. But this is, this is when like, you know, it's like a bunch of people, people got to have their and, filter and the, they yeah. And they, it's like, we've got to have this filter, Carolyn. Okay. We'll give you like whatever you need. This is another thing you like otherwise. Yeah, exactly. As you say, um, I'd use it like, the carton of the of the rolling paper to to make a a, a a filter. Often I wouldn't I wouldn't use like a big long one. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just because because then you you want more weed capacity the capacity of of the joint. Uh, but uh, but sometimes you also don't want to uh, 
burn yourself. Right. That's, that's also has, uh, that's a, it's a forefront in my mind. Uh, don't burn yourself while you're, while you're enjoying. I always like never really minded getting burnt or at least burnt a little bit when smoking joints or blunts. I'm always like one of the yeah. last to tap out on the tiniest roaches. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I've always played with fire too as a kid and then growing up. So, and mm-hmm. growing up in the scouts. So, my fingertips have kind of been calloused to fire and to touch mm-hmm. from oh, a pretty yeah. young age, yeah. just fucking with shit that's too hot and still holding it anyway. And getting the stick too close to the fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or dropping something in that you sure. shouldn't have and you got to grab it really quick and you're just like, really just quick, go for though. it. Real quick. You got to manipulate a log. Like, it's not laying where you want it to. It's like, yeah. you just lay here, motherfucker, you'll burn right. So you reach down and you grab it and you're like, ah, regardless of the color, it is still hot. If you can sh- <laughs> just shake your hand enough, then the pain goes away pretty quickly, relatively. So you're just like, fuck <laughs> it. I'll shake it and grip my teeth and, you know, cuss underneath it. Yeah. Underneath my grit teeth. It's the only way it works. I still say, I still swear by the rotini pasta. If I use a filter, that's the filter I go for now. Tabarnak de colis. So Matt, you getting burnt. Youch. Gotta wear that like roach clip jewelry. Remember? Oh yeah, you gotta (laughs) like a bracelet (laughs) with a clip at the end. Then you can just pull it off and use it as a roach clip. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I definitely smoke it all the way to the end, though. Even with cigarettes, I smoke them too long. And depending on what the filter's made of, that can really (laughs) hurt on that last hit. Oh, and. Um, one thing about the legalized weed is is now you can get like a pack of of like like I guess they would be cigarettes. I, I not cigarettes, but but in the in the same vein as a cigarette, but it's like all Walter. It's like maybe um, maybe it, it's not much bigger than a than a cigarette filter. Um, I may have. I think I've. I'll. I'll. I'll get the photo on. I think my phone's dead. But um, I'll. I'll. Get, I'll show you guys uh, what it l- would look like. And it's like it smokes. Uh, it smokes like a cigarette. That's that's really the big thing. And it su- smokes a bit fast as well. Mm. So you know it's. Uh, so it's coming at you a lot. A lot faster. Um. I don't know if it, it it's too good. Like for me, it's just like that's a bit too good. And then you get like really if it's just by yourself, like it works if you're like, you know, sharing it with a bunch of people or something and then it, it makes sense. But um even so, it's so fast. It's not like a joint where it's just kind of you have that you have a rhythm going. But um yeah, I I like the package that it comes in. It's it's great, but it's too good. Too good. Too good. And and not all not all like I guess I guess growers are, are are doing it. So you only get so many growers, I guess, that are coming out with these. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. That's the first I've heard of those. It was it was pretty wild. Uh, I, I I the but the strains they got, I guess they they were all right. Like after after I realized like how high I was, I I kind of came down pretty quick. I was like, oh okay, this is all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had uh, only a couple of times this happened, but when we were 
uh, staying with Fletch. I know you're smoking joint after joint or whatever it was. <laughs> At one point by the fire, I was just like, dude, I got so high that I went up like above the clouds into clarity. <laughs> Like, I was all fogged out, and then like yeah. I got even higher and went above the clouds, and the sun is shining, and I'm like, "Whoa! I feel totally Whoa. crystal clear right now." <laughs> Completely. I think it was lucid. the fire. I think the combination of the fire. Yeah, with that, everything yeah, with else, fire. something to do with it. The fire has that like cleansing effect of like mental cleansing. You know, we're just it like, does, oh. yeah. all the haze kind of gets like wisped away depth i do have a question here about how deep uh you've gone as far as other drugs or how you feel about the gateway theory with weed included like for me with the gateway thing um tobacco was more i guess a gateway for me than anything else and alcohol alcohol i kind of and the realization that they were drugs also it was along with caffeine it was funny because caffeine coffee i used to start drinking when i was like eight or nine and that was the first drug oh, yeah. i really did but it yeah. took me ages to realize like really how drug-like coffee is and how it's a, almost no different it's just a different mm-hmm. kind of version of the same thing going on i think for what i was interested in as um as a teenager and and all that like i i i was I was interested in a lot of comedy throughout my whole life. Um, and, and of course that goes into, you know, there's, there's drugs, there's alcohol and stuff. And, and it's just, it, it, I like, I think about it and it's just like, like it makes sense for like, for me to not do drugs would be kind of like, I don't know. It would be, would really go against, um, I, I, I guess who I am. Like I, I, it's like, you know, I try something and it's like, hey, if it doesn't work, it's like, that's not my thing. Same here. Uh, just because I, I want to live a, a free lifestyle the way I want to. And um, I want to know I want to know things. And, uh, you know, if it's a, if it's available and I trust the person is coming from, I'll try it. And if not, then I won't. And if I do try it and I don't like it, I won't do it again. Yep. If I like it too much, then I'm like, All right, I got to keep my distance from that. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and it's um, I like uh, for me, um, I was very. I feel like I was very lucky that that um, I was, I'm able to try things, and then I'm like, this is it. No, I don't like it. And just go about instead of hating it, and then also stu- still doing it. Um, that's that that's fortunate for me. But um, as far as how like how deep, um, like I. I I think I've gone deep enough that that I may like I I don't think I need to do this I, I don't think I need to have another trip for another twenty years maybe yeah that type of thing like but I I still believe that it's it's it is important to revisit it um, but like you, you have to read the writing on the wall for sure I think it I feel the same way I feel like it mm-hmm. kind of presents itself when it needs to. It's not something yes. that you ever like really need yes. to seek out. Yeah, and then like you know uh, what in your in your in your heart in your soul in your mind you know when uh, that's appropriate. Yes, when you when you're ready for that because if you if um you and it's, I speak from personal experience that like if you know that or like you know if you just do it because uh whatever it was a lot of fun last time right. It, that that doesn't mean anything. 
yeah it, it yeah. it's you know it's it's at that moment at that uh t- period of time in your life um you know you you may have interacted with different things at that point that would um you know result in a different experience good or bad you know that that's that's uh, neither here nor there but it's a different it's always a different experience yeah. Um, and it's about respecting that different experience um, from the from the first time that you're that you're that you're doing that. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I always try and stack the cards in my favor. I always do less than recommended just to ensure that I have a good time. Yeah. Yep. That's 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 excellent. That's, that's but, the uh, way you want to do it. Even still, sometimes I'll have a bad time and go, OK, none of that. <laughs> Yeah, sure. of course. Yeah, uh, uh, that that's right. That's right. I mean, LSD, I'd do that again. Yeah. For sure. From from the person I got it from last time. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, as long as you know what it is and where, you know, yeah. dosage yeah. is tough especially now, with now stuff that I'm like wary that. of the moon I'll try and uh, I'll try and do it during a new moon so oh, the moon's yeah. not out <laughs> oh, <yeah>. okay <laughs> being oh, able to yeah. being able to hear and feel the moon on my skin oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I remember you I was, talking about that. I was on the verge of like freaking the fuck out. I was like, what the fuck are you really, Moon? Answer my questions. <laughs> I was chasing, I remember chasing the moon and uh, L- LSD and I were, we, we were hanging out and, um, and then, and then eventually the sun came out. I don't know if, if you've ever met the sun, but. <laughs> That guy was like chasing us. I was like, Ellis, let, let's let's get out of here. Like and in Mario Brothers like, 3. Yeah, it was just like, whoa, let's get out of here. And then it was like, all spiky right, turtles let's do it. Shit. And then Ellis bolted, and I'm like, no, bro, what what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sun, the moon, yeah, just come you don't expect it. They're forces, man. They're forces up there. Forces. It's just, you know, you think the moon, you're, you're just, you're, you're getting cocky. You're like, you're looking at the moon. You're like, yeah, it's the moon. <laughs> and you're chasing it. And then, and then the sun's like, hey, hey, let's, let's hang out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the sun's like, I, but I haven't shown you my true power. <laughs> no. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Couldn't imagine. But I mean, it is kind of crazy that they're both the same relative size in the sky. They they are. uh, It's just a different time, I guess. (laughs) Well, it's it's always a different time. (laughs) What if you were tripping during an eclipse? Oh, that would be kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. When's that? That next one's in like three years or two. Is it visible over um over the U.S.? I think it goes through your neck of the woods. This next one. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Fletcher's. Oh. I'm not sure the trajectory. I don't think it goes to the. I don't know. Now I'll have to pull it up. I was looking. They're hard to spot. The last one that came around, I was in Georgia, and it was most of the way. The ducks miss- started acting all weird. Yeah, the ducks are they're. That's that's where you gotta pay attention. Like when I can't, I couldn't see Jupiter and Saturn's conjunction, but um, there is a there is a ravine that goes into a lake, and a bunch of ducks congregate 
in front of the uh, my neighbor's house, and there's like a ton of ducks, and they feed them. They know they know what's up. They know where they're living, in front of a yeah. canal. So that's where the ducks go. Um, but it's but they were kind of all spaced out. They looked like they had a plan. There they were. They knew that it was it was it was becoming winter time or and. Yeah, it was just, they were all spaced out. It was, it was interesting. Everybody was walking their dogs and it wasn't all, it wasn't all snowy. It was all green. We only got, we only got uh, snow starting on the, on Christmas actually. And then it's just been snowing all day. Dang. Mm. April 8th, 2024. That's the next. That's my dad's birthday. That's a big one. Yeah. It'll be going through like the Boot Hill Southwestern part or southeastern part of Missouri. But in Texas, it goes, like, right over Dallas. They'll be in full totality. Totality. That's um, cool. And it goes in a line from, like, Dallas to Texarkana. Oh. So it's a decently oh, wide path. Right, it looks a little bit wider than the last one that we had. Oh, that's cool. Like, that the partial eclipse, I missed that. I didn't see. I didn't get to see it either. I don't know if you're supposed to see it. You're probably not supposed to see it. <laughs> that depends where you're at. The last one came through here. We were like mm-hmm. four miles from the edge of totality, but it seemed, you know, it still got fucking nighttime where we were at our house. Yeah, that's what was weirding the ducks, ducks out. They didn't know what to do. Half of them were uh, roosting up and going to sleep. Huh. Oh. Yeah, that, all the bugs started coming out and chirping and shit. That was weird. The whole yeah, like, like and fish and, that normally start feeding toward the end of the day, they started hitting the top of the water and stuff. They didn't know what the fuck was going on either. Huh. Yeah. yeah, like that's all I heard were ducks. I didn't even hear squirrels. Squirrels are here all the time, and I heard no squirrels. That was, was weird with the conjunction. Hmm. And I'm glad I observed the nature rather than you know the sky because I couldn't see anything anyway, so it didn't matter. Um, that, but that was interesting with the sound. It looks like it goes up through Maine, so like just a tiny bit of Canada, like whatever's on the other oh. side of New York. I don't know can I don't know my Canada very well. Oh, it's probably like um, Quebec and uh, maybe Kingston, Ontario. My family's in. The, they came from Trenton, Ontario, but before that, it was like the. American Revolution, and uh, they they migrated from Vermont because of a of a, a British loyalist uh, relative. As far as I know, oh, this is America, sense. you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, Cornwall, oh. Kingston, Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah, will all be in the path of totality. Yeah, that. Mm. Oh, that's cool. And then that's Toronto cool. is just barely out of it, like. So close that you'll still pretty much get the full experience. It won't that's be like cool. technically a full eclipse right there, but it'll look like one. Oh, that's so neat. Those Four. things are neat, man. Four I more mean. years, yay. Yeah, I love it. I, they're definitely underrated, and they're rated pretty high. But they're still <laughs> underrated. They are underrated, yes. Yep. I, uh, I feel like some shit's about to go down. I don't know... Uh, I don't know I, what, but just, it's almost like it just hangs in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty isn't over. It's uh, December twenty sixth. Yep. 
There, I mean, like, honestly, there's... honestly, it's 2012. That shit never ended. Yeah, yeah that's true. we're in another. We passed uh, through. We passed through that fucking portal. We're uh, in a different on, cycle. You know, the really, if you think back, that's when all this uh, shit about two dimensions really started to become apparent. It's like two dimensions really merged, like, and uh, oh, some yeah. people were on this side, some people were on that side. It merges, but we get things like the Mandela effect, where things don't make sense to one group of people or another right and uh then all this strange shit you know half of everybody against the other half and uh it's just all so so strange but uh it's also just lingering right there like we're on the edge of it something's about to something's about to give and it it might not even be our own doing you know we might just be at each other's throats because we're we're feeling uh, the effects of nature, just like uh, the ducks going to bed early during an eclipse or something. Something galactic is happening, and uh, I, I feel we don't that. know how to take it. It is a very strange time, for sure. Can't really put my finger on it either. But I mean, I, I want the best. I want the best. I don't. I don't want violence or anything like that. Agreed. I, I know it will be the best. I. It can't not be. Like there, twenty twenty has to end, and like there's got to be a good ending. To, to like to the next to the, you know to the pre to the post quill. It'll be a season finale cliffhanger. Season, yeah, on yeah, Hog Story. Finale, yeah, New exactly. Year's Eve. Oh, <laughs> it it's 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 gotta be. Good. It, and there's so many more hours left. I mean, right now I'm speaking here, um, the uh, Hog Station Polaris time, which is uh, 11 p.m. December 26, 2020. There are only so many more hours left. It is. It's getting to the very uh, very final it's, days of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and uh cuz my dad even he went up to his parents his folks place in Iowa for the week and I'm watching his dogs and I just said, "So, I guess uh, see you next year, right?" <laughs> and it's that close. It's the oh, see yeah. you next it's year a, shit. It is the see you next year shit. Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm feeling it. Should be a cool one. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you but, say we uh, wrap this baby on up? Like a nice blunt. Like a roll, uh, roll it tight. Woo! Woo! Thanks so much for hanging out with us on this first Woo-hoo-hoo! episode here. Of Bulls with Buzz. We've had a great time. Well, I, thank you so much for inviting us, Spencer. Yeah, we'll have to do this more regularly. I know Cersei Setter is pretty jazzed in the in the bowl about it. We'll have... Uh, Lorian, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming to the bowl. Really appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, we, we love, love you. Too. Yeah, we, yeah, love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. You guys yeah. got us kind of back at the mics and everything, so... Like I said, well, I was a yeah. fan of y'all when I when y'all first got into the No Agenda community. I was like, "What the fuck are these people all about? <laughs> Gotta hear more." And then you stopped, and I was like, "No, yeah, <laughs> that's funny." Well, well we're, we're back, back thanks to you. Back with a vengeance. Love it, love it, love you love guys. Love it, that's amazing. Hell yeah! And thanks. We'll be seeing you guys Thursday in the smoker. Yeah, Let Thursday go. in the smoker with That's us. Right. Here at hogstory.net. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Leave us a voicemail 430-201-HUG1. What? 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 Yeah. Woo! 
That's an amazing story, man. That's, That's cool as fuck. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And thanks for listening out there. Till next time. May your bowls burn ever brighter. What? 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 Bing? I'm a supporter of human beings. Bing, 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 bing. Dance and move your legs around. Yeah, can't. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Uh. Woo. Yeah. Uh. It's the closest a man can get to being back in the womb. That's a bad motherfucker who knows how to tie good knots. The goodest of knots. The goodest. I need some fresh air. Who doesn't? Who? 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 I mean. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs>